Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I am so excited to bring you another incredible woman into this space and on a journey today. You are in for a treat with Miss Marcy Nykirk. She is One of the most epic souls that has stepped into my life recently, and she is on a mission to help lead women into living their lives fully in purpose and really true to their highest selves. And she does that by using human design, breath work, and the Akashic records to guide the transformation process. Welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast, Marcy. I'm so happy that you're here. Heidi, you never told me all of that part. You made me emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm so happy you're here. That was really, really beautiful. That was so beautiful. So thank you very much for that introduction that like jumps right into human design and the emotion of um, I am a projector and I have an emotional authority so I get to I get to ride the emotional waves and I get to feel all of the emotions Mm. um, yeah sometimes they catch Sometimes they catch you off guard, that's for sure. So thank you for that beautiful introduction. That's like really kind. Mm, absolutely. I, I guess I'll start our conversation. I know that we're going to go in many directions today and we're just going to let our guides mm. guide us and just be here. But the phrase that kept coming up it, to give our listeners a little backstory is I'm currently in a space sharing a space with Marcy in the breathwork facilitator platform that we're both studying under. And I met her through that space and immediately was attracted to her energy. Just this bright beam of light who knew her purpose and it came beaming through and I thought, oh man, I want to be in this woman's energy all the time. And then I started following her on IG and seeing her show up on the different breathwork spaces. And every time I see you, I just gravitate towards more and more. And two weeks ago, my Facebook tells me when people go live and it said, Marcy's going live. And I thought I got to tune into this thing. So I popped on and I learned things about you that I had never learned before that I never knew about you before. And you were sharing so vulnerably about this part of your life that you were growing through without hesitation, with so much truth, and most importantly, with so much trust in yourself, just taking your time to be in it, breathe in it, and share whatever it was that came up for you without any agenda. And over the course of watching that whole Facebook live, I just thought, wow, I feel so empowered by your message 
because it felt so freeing. Like that, that phrase, the truth will set you free. I just felt like there were so many messages that came through that where you were speaking your truth, but you allowed myself as a listener to also journey myself and set different parts of myself free because you were willing to just be open and honest with the world. So first of all, I want to thank you for that and let our listeners know that, 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 that live literally stopped me in my tracks and made me go, whoa, what truths do I need to speak out? Not Mm -hmm. for the benefit of my, of listeners or followers, truly for the benefit of my well-being. So thank you for that. And I, I would love for you to journey us, um, kind of on your junk to joy story or any truths that come up for you today in your awakening that have really allowed you to live your life on purpose so that you can now help other people find theirs. Tell us what that's looked like for you. Mm, Thank you for that. And um, that, that moment that I shared that I love how you say um, about my growth and just sharing that because that's what it felt like for me. I, I knew in my soul that I was being gifted an opportunity to stand in my truth. And I had, So just a little backstory is that um, I've been married for over half of my life and we created this beautiful and incredible life together, raised three amazing boys and um, my husband has a successful business. And what I kept learning about myself is that There were always pieces of me that were hiding. There were always little pieces of me that just desired to speak up, but didn't know how. There were pieces within me that just weren't being recognized and and noticed the way that I really desired to be noticed and seen and heard. And I just really, really knew that it was time to, it was time to grow. It was time to expand and it was time to really embody the word that I had set out at the beginning of 2020 to embody, which was, which was freedom, but I didn't know what it looked like. And in January of 2020, I had no idea that it would look like this incredible, crazy, messy, truth-seeking, moving out of my home. And I had no idea that that's what it would look like. And yet... I knew that I needed to be living my life on purpose. And what I know to be so true is that we are the creators of our life. And that, and that is it. We are the creators and our thoughts and our words create our life. 
And um, yeah, that is where, that is where there is power. That is where there is truth. That is where there is freedom. And I mean, it looks different for everybody, right? It looks so different for everybody. What did your life look like when you were living it not on purpose? Ooh, not on purpose was, I, I numbed my life a lot. <laughs> and not that, and not to say that, or to have a misrepresentation of having a good life or a bad life, because that's not, that's not part of my story at all. Because I, I don't believe that there is a, the, for me, I don't believe that there was a good or a bad in my life. I believe that it was all happening on purpose for me. Yeah. And in that, I, I numbed a lot. I numbed a lot. I um, was, I just searched outside of myself for everything. And I gave my power away to everybody all around me, all around me. I was like, I was like grasping for people to save me. Like I needed to be rescued. I just like, I look back and I think of it as almost like that, like that princess that's like trapped in this tower and somebody has to have the answer to get her out. Like I just needed an answer. Or I think I do ever hear people say like, I just need to catch a break. Like, when am I going to get a break? You know? Yeah. I never never thought of it like that. I was always like, I need an answer. Mm. I need, I want to know what my purpose is. Mm. I want to, like, I desire to know what my purpose is. And I just kept searching and searching and searching and searching. And I was, I was just like, remember actually waking up and going, holy, you are your purpose. Like, you, like you are your purpose and sharing vulnerably from a space of, from this space of unconditional self-love. You know, I used to love myself with conditions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And just knowing and recognizing and honoring all of the pieces of me. And letting go of judgment and guilt and shame and all of those low vibrational feelings that, that that weren't serving me. And I was living so out of alignment when it came to that kind of stuff. I love that you said that. I feel like For me, when I think about when I was living my life, not on purpose, Mm -hmm. it was a lack of intention Mm -hmm. and a lack of attention. Yeah. So I would wake up without taking any responsibility for my day or for creating my day. Mm -hmm. I would just continue to show up, you know, wake up, do the routine morning, you know, exercise, eat the same thing every morning, pack the lunch, get in the car, drive the same way to work, 
which by the way, you guys, you don't have to drive to work if you drive or walk to work or even walk, walk to your desk in the morning the same way. Right. And I would just do the motions. I guess it was just like going through the motions instead of purposefully moving through my day, like with this deep sense of knowing that I was made for more and then giving my attention, my energy to the things that really made me feel more alive. Oh, so beautiful. I love, love, loved how you said made for more. I, oh man, I like, I remember being, I remember having these moments of like, ah, oh, there is more. There is so much more. Oh my gosh. There's more within me. There is more that I need to be doing. There is more. Like I couldn't ever see anything, you know, like if you were to look through, um, like paper towel rolls, if you were to put them over your eyes, this is the analogy that I used for myself all the time. I'm like, I, it just wasn't even a, like in my wheelhouse to be able to look at my life like that. And so I just started to like take these action steps. But what I found I was doing was I was actually running away from who I was. So as I was taking these action steps forward, because knowing that I was made for more, knowing that there was like this deep call within me that like lit my soul on fire, but I had to, I had to navigate through all of the different roads, so to speak, to get there. So I even like, I even took up um, triathlon and I couldn't freaking swim. But I did it because I, I needed to have that drive and that purpose and knowing that I was made for more. And in that, I recognized, oh, wow, actually, you're not meant to be a triathlete. So then I, had, so then I got invited to, do, to go to the um, world championships for, for multi-sport as a duathlete. So I went and I did that. And there was just like this piece of me that wasn't fulfilled. Mm. I'm like competing on Team Canada. And I'm like, there's no fulfillment. There was zero fulfillment. Mm. But I knew there was more. And when I finished that summer, going through all of my races, I knew that I had been running away from my truth. And I had been searching, literally searching the roads for it. Oh, my soul. This is exactly what I did in part of my journey. I just kept running and doing the next race and then longer and then further and then further and then further. And this is the same epiphany that I came along in my transformation was, wow, you're, I was either running to find something or running away from myself. Either way, it was never running to my purpose or truth. That just gave me goosebumps yeah. <laughs> all over. Isn't that so true? Yeah. So true. And what I 
what I noticed and what I recognized and what I realized is that I had been living my life outside of my body. Mm. And it wasn't until I, I actually um, am an angelic Reiki master student and teacher. And I started my angelic Reiki journey. And from there, I found um, breath work. It, it, it just happened that it was a gift in my life at that moment. And I realized through angelic Reiki that I, I wasn't in my body. <laughs> but I was like watching it happen, watching it unfold, watching, watching. I was just like watching this mom. I was watching this wife. I was watching this friend, but I wasn't attached to her. I had no concept of what she felt like. Mm. And I started to get curious. And I noticed and recognized through a breath session one time that oh, wow, I've like fingernails, mm. Ooh. you know, like teeth, feet, what a foreign concept. And um, that was really, that was really an incredible moment of coming home. Mm. And just in these simplicities, right? Mm. Because it's not a complicated process. It's just that we are, we've made life so complicated and we have to bring ourselves back to just simplicities of being in our body because we've been so detached from them for so long. Can you tell us what an angelic Reiki master does? Mm. I, I work with different, um, just with different angel guides, spirit guides, star seeds. And this is actually like ties into Akashic record readings that I do in that I channel and I'm, a, I'm the vessel and I get to be, I get to be this vessel of healing, this vessel of channeling the message, this vessel of just really divinity and everybody, everybody, everybody has this. Everybody has this ability to connect to their soul. And for some, it, it feels like something important and for others, it doesn't, and that's okay. And for me, it was important. Mm. For me, it was really important. And it was really my gift of being so connected to the spirit realms that, yeah, just there's so much beauty there. And I, that's where I realized and recognized that I'd spent so much of my time. Mm. was up there in that space of divine just in you sharing that 
like just being in that present moment with you, I felt my system just shift into this like soft supported space, mm-hmm. like that ability to hold and channel that energy. Mm-hmm. And I love how there's, you provided so much permissioning there that everybody can do this, but not everyone feels called in that direction, which is such a beautiful thing. Like we get to find our gifts and use them on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, like so much yes to what you said. That was, that was my, was really my awakening journey. And that was the moment where I really connected to, I lost my grandpa in 2011. And I really started my like spiritual journey in 2012. And he was the very first aspect of, of that very first piece of that in, and I just remember being like up there with him and him saying to me, no, you have to go back down. And me being like, "Uh, no, I don't. Ain't nobody going to tell me what I have to do. (laughs) And um, yeah. Yeah. My mission is on earth, actually. Thank goodness for all of us right now that that's, that's where the mission is being held. <laughs> turns out, uh, turns out, turns out, yeah, your mission's actually here on earth, you know, like where you chose to come. Right. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Message received. Thanks to the angels. Mm. I have a lot of women that I work with right now that always ask the question, but how do I find my purpose? Hmm. Can you speak a little bit into that? And maybe that leads us into the Akashic records. I'm not sure. Cause I don't know anything about Akashic records. So whenever that feels pulled into our conversation, let's go. Amazing. Amazing. This is actually where it pulls both the Akashic records and human design in um, life on purpose So the Akashic records are this beautiful and incredible metaphysical library of our souls, past, present, and then future possibilities. And so every single soul walking on the earth has an Akashic record. And I have this ability, everybody has the ability to go into their records. Some choose and some don't. Again, the permission, like choice. We're here humans having a choice. And what I found was that I could channel these messages and they landed and they were so powerful. And the truth in them and the clarity in them and the oh just the different the different energies that that come forward in each individual's records I've had so many clients say whoa whoa what I was actually doing 
isn't what my soul was wanting me to do. And that's why I had so much resistance or, oh, wow, that felt really amazing to have permission to change my mind or, whoa, I didn't realize that I was taking this from this past life and bringing it forward into this life and ignoring the lesson that was there or, oh, there's just like so many, there's so many different, um, different examples and different stories I could pull forward with the Akashic records. But the one thing that is so true about them is that just take you, your record keepers take you on a journey that is um, it's unique to you. It's your soul speaking to you. It's your guides shining a light on areas in your life that need a little bit of light in the moment. Mm. It's, I haven't had any, I haven't read for anybody that has said, oh, well, they didn't answer this question. I've had very many that have been um, speechless, I would say is, the, is one of the biggest because the power just the power and the energy in that moment is um, and can feel. There aren't very many of us that are used to feeling unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Akashic Records bring. So how did you find that? How did that how did that, or how did that find you? How did that get called into your life? Was this part of your journey to your, to your own life's purpose? Yeah. Um, I think that I'm, I'm giggling as you asked me that Heidi, because it's so, it's so like bizarre. And this is how my life works is that I'll hear something and I'm like, Ooh, okay. And I'll go for it because I'm being, being guided in that moment. And um, I, had I was getting ready and I was standing in my bed putting my clothes on and heard open apple podcasts and I was like what what is a podcast like (laughs) I had no no idea okay (laughs) I had no idea so I called one of my kids I'm like can you guys help me and anyways so I found the little app on my phone And I opened it up and the very first podcast that was there was Ashley Wood's podcast. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. These are all of the things that happened to me. Oh man, somebody else gets it. I'm not alone. What? Oh my gosh. And then... (laughs) I had a friend say to me, oh, Mars, I was, I'm, I'm going to have this girl come to my space and teach the Akashic records. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, this is legit. And um, she said, yeah, do you want in? I'm like, uh, yeah. So 
I took a few of her trainings as I was listening to Ashley and I just kept thinking, and then I was like reading and searching and researching. And this has like, this completely ties into human design for that aspect of things. But um, it's like, Ashley needs to be teaching this. Why is Ashley not teaching? Why is she not teaching me how to do this? And so that was like January of 2019. And in, I believe it was March. I believe it was March. She actually came out and said, I actually got the download that I'm going to teach this. Uh. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's how the Akashic Records came into my life. And, um, yeah. It's amazing what happens when you don't question, when you don't question, because I believe that there's so many questions we can, can and need to ask ourselves, which is beautiful. But then also those times where I guess not question, but resist the, the -hmm. drop-ins, the messages, the moments that we could so easily just shove off, like, listen to your Apple, like open something right now. You could have gone, boop, turned it off, but you went, well, why did that turn on? I'm curious. I'm going to go into that. I'm going to, and then it just guides you into whatever is meant to come up for you. I think that that's so amazing. Bizarre is is actually how I felt about it. (laughs) I love the word bizarre that you've used that. (laughs) You said my life is just bizarre. (laughs) It's so bizarre and like such a gift as well. Such a gift as well. Um, Yeah. And then it was shortly after that, that I started to, um, because like coming back to purpose and how to find like purpose. So I spent a lot of time in my records and, and still at that time, like questioning myself and questioning, what am I actually here for? And you know, like going through the petty parties of this work is so hard. I'm so tired of doing it. Why did I choose? Why is this? Why is this choosing me? And why have I chosen this? And it'd be so much easier to bury my head in the sand. And then I found human design. And when I found human design, I realized that this is me this is like bringing up emotion for me. But what I realized is that all of my feelings of being misunderstood and having such a strong connection to spirit and channeling so many different things and like, and like back before the Akashic Records came into my life and like, like I had to put up boundaries with the spirit world because I'd have like spirits coming in all of the time. Like it, it, it felt like I was the only one that was ever going through anything like that. And when human design entered my life, human design was the scientific aspect to the spiritual that I had been feeling. Mm. And it, it beautifully brought the two together. And it helped me to understand who I was on like a blueprint level, not only on a spiritual level, but on like, it's like human design is like our 
manual. You know how when you have like the baby and then you're like, oh, I wish they came with a manual so that I actually <laughs> knew what to do with them when they're doing this. That's like human design. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because what you just said earlier in that, how long do I have to do this? <laughs> How hard, how long is it going to take me to find my purpose? How long, this is, this is hard. This is hard work. Wait, wait, you, I thought that this work was going to make me feel better. Right. Right. So can you talk a little bit about you? We talked a little bit earlier about the dualities getting to be there together and that it's not always joy and bliss and things actually all emotions are welcome to be present and beautiful, um, beautifully experienced in whatever way that looks like. But so often doing this type of work through transformation, a lot of people get stuck and stop because we have these expectations around this bundle that it's just supposed to be this beautiful experience. And it's kind of all over the place. It kind of is. Um, it really, it really truly is. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that made a huge difference. And I knew that I needed to speak because if I didn't speak, then how would somebody who is maybe going through the same experience ever have an opportunity to be heard? And I actually just did a reading for a beautiful, beautiful soul last week. And she said, wow, I've never felt so seen. Mm-hmm. Because we're all We are all doing the very best that we know how with the tools that we have. And so oftentimes, so oftentimes we can get caught up in not recognizing that within other people and judging them and shaming them for the way that we think that they should be. Mm -hmm. And when I started to recognize, whoa, everywhere I go, there I am. It's me. It's me. It's how I show up. It's Mm -hmm. the things that I say. It's my thoughts. It's my words that create my reality. And if I get to live my life on purpose, you can bet your butt that I'm going to make it my mission for other human beings to be led to lead, to live their life on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, tell us about human design. Mm-mm-mm. Where do we even begin? <laughs> because mm-hmm. I know zero. 
So I'm right here where a lot of our listeners are at, where maybe you've heard, you've heard the name of it, human design. Okay. And it's had impact on people's lives and you can go and get a reading and things, but what is it really? Mm. So it's this blueprint. It is, as I spoke about earlier, it's your blueprint. It's your manual. There are five different human design types, or I study five different different types um some study four but most for the most part five and it's based on your birth chart so the time and the day where you were born and it's this ancient teaching of science and astrology and chakras and all of it put together and and just knowing that through these five different types there are generators who are here to work they are they're the work horses they love to work and work lights them up and they have this sacral energy this life force energy within them that it just draws them. So they respond to everything going on in their life. They're always able to respond. And that sacral is that innate life force. It's like a primal, it's like a primal answer. It gives you like the, uh uh-huh. And you're like, move towards it. Or it gives you an, uh uh-uh. And you're like repelled away from it. Mm. Gives you yes, no. So any generators in the house, asking yourself yes, no questions, always. Um, I have, I actually, my two older sons are generators and I always wondered why when I would ask what they wanted for supper, I always got the, I don't know, I don't know. But if I'd asked them, hey, would you like chicken for supper? No. Oh, do you want beef? Uh Uh-huh. So like, that's the type of response that you'll get from generators. And then you have um, manigens, which is like this um, this little like hybrid of the generator and the manifester. And the manigens have this like, they have this sacral and they go for it, but they get to like dip their toes in. They get to like respond, they get to go in that little bit and then they get to come back out and then they get to ask themselves again. Is this a yes or is this a no? Um, And they're like, they're really great at pulling it together and they're really fast at it once it starts going for them. They can skip steps. They're like, they got their hands in all their different pots, just like doing their thing. They have a really beautiful, they have a really beautiful energy. And you have manifestors and they are Oh man, they can do it all on their own. They don't need anybody else to manifest the heck out of anything that they want. They get to go for it. They are really often misunderstood. Um, and their their aura is like can feel repelling to others because they are so uniquely born to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then you have reflectors. And reflectors are, they are these rare, I love to refer to them as these rare unicorns. They have the ability to reflect back to everybody and everything. And they make up less than 1% of the population. Mm. And I lived with a reflector for 20 years, more than 20 years. Reflectors really, they have all like completely open centers and they can, they can just, yeah, they can show you all of the spaces and places that you choose not to see. Mm. Power reflectors. And then you have projectors. Projectors. Oh, and reflectors. Um, so generators, manigens, and manifestors. They have the um, they have life force energy. So they're they are like good to go. They're always like go, go, go. They've got that sacral. So they're yeah, like the energy of life lives within them. So they don't have to look outside of themselves for that energy source. Reflectors and projectors do not have that. So um, they really rely on their environment. So huge um, for how they feel and how they're lit up and essentially for energy. Projectors, we carry this like vibrancy and we have this way of seeing things that none of the other types have. So we're really incredible leaders because we have this ability to see. We can see systems that aren't working. We're like, uh, yeah, actually government, <laughs> I see why that doesn't work. Or um, that's just like a, a, a fun example kind of thing or school systems like, oh, well, I see why kids aren't like, they're not all designed to learn the same way, right? So that type of thing. And then it comes down to even like things in the households, like, oh, well, that doesn't work. Let's change that. Um, but we need to be recognized and we need to be invited. Mm. And um, we need to rest. And we get to be seen and we get to be heard. And yeah, yeah, we're pretty unique too. Um, but so that's kind of just like a little overcap. And then you go, of course, you take it into your chakras and, and defined centers and undefined centers. And the defined centers are like, our, they're our power. That's where our decision, um, you know, like the way that we live our life lies within those powers of our defined centers. And our undefined centers is where we get to go to school in life. It's where we get to learn about ourselves and, and grow. And that's it's like so beautiful mm. how we make decisions 
can see, I can see how powerful this work is now, just having you on you call out the different blueprints themselves, because Mm -hmm. this is like just one sentence of the magnitude I'm sure of what is explored in that type of experience um, as you moving, moving someone through that. I'm definitely going to be signing up for this with you <laughs> now that I know a taste. Cause I'm going, Hmm, I think that I'm that, but right. I, I can't wait to explore this more because I could see how not only does this ha- provide an awakening within your own life force, your, your own body, your own being, but then to understand how other people operate, then your relationships or exchanges of energy with those people allow you to have a sense of not only understanding and awakening, but a compassion because you understand that, oh, their blueprint is this way and my blueprint is this way and intertwined it makes sense. We're not seeing things in the same way. It's almost, it almost sounds like kind of like a language. Like I, oh, I understand your language a little bit more, even though that's, I'm speaking French and you're speaking English, but we somehow are able to just translate using body language until you understand the depths of it. That's just what I'm getting from it. Right. Totally. And like, just knowing, I mean, even if you were to take Um, I'm just going to speak to you because I am, I'm going to speak to emotional authority for a moment. Yeah. So if you have an emotional authority and I did this for so many years, I would like make spontaneous decisions and then wonder, Oh, damn it. That blew up in my face again. Or, Oh, I invested in that. And that was really not something I should have invested in. Mm. Or I said, yes. And I'm And I'm so excited to go here with all of these people. And then you go to go and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even like, there's not even a piece of me that wants to go. Just learning that was like, whoa, oh, actually I'm supposed to sleep on it. Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. Right. How Mm -hmm. has, how have all of these modalities, uh, pulling them all together really helped you step into your truth and purpose more holistically. Mm, Every single day I am committed to learning something more, something deeper about myself. And I'm committed to learning something more about the people that are in my life or the people that I see or the people that like I interact with and in being committed to that growth for myself that has really really helped me in all aspects of my life. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are still days, there will always be days because we are born with fear. There are going to be days 
that you're not going to want to get out of bed. There are going to be days that it is so much easier to sit back in a pity party. There are going to be days that you just want to holler and scream. There are going to be days that you believe that it is so freaking hard to human that you just don't want to. There are going to be days that you just want to bury your head in the sand. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That is okay. So much permission. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Life doesn't look one way. I love how earlier you said there's not good life and bad life, you know? Yeah. It gets to be all encompassing. We are here to have the most incredible experiences that we can have. And who are you to rob yourself from that? Right? Be like open to everything, attached to nothing. Mm. And it's like, just like ask yourself. I love to ask myself, what areas am I not living on purpose? What areas am I hiding? What areas am I not actually stepping up? And knowing that, okay, I have awareness yeah, I have awareness to that. And am I ready to shift and change? Maybe not right today, maybe tomorrow, but I have awareness. And that brings things full circle for us because that truth will set you free. I, I am willing to accept and be aware that I'm ready or I'm not ready or I'm a little bit ready, whatever that looks like and feels like for you. And I, I love how you said, and that's okay. Mm. So, that's, okay. I, I never gave myself permission for years. Yeah. Years. Right. I always was like, oh, I have to hustle. I have to do more. I have to be more. I have to, I have to know who I am. Like, oh my gosh, how can I not know who I am? Mm, it's been uh, like so amazing. And my question for you, Heidi, is um, do we have time for me to open the records for the listeners? Ooh, that sounds, that sounds incredible. We have about five more minutes. Okay. okay. Is that enough time? Otherwise, I, otherwise we're going to have to do a part two, which isn't a bad thing either. So you <laughs> right. tell, you tell me. What does um, that feel like for you? They want the records open. So I'm going to open them and I'm going to just, and I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm going to honor that, that um, they just like really want me to open the records. So I'm going to honor that. Cool. Um, okay. So we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of those connected to us. O Holy Spirit of God, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know the listeners of this podcast in the light of the Akashic Records, to see the listeners of this podcast through the eyes of the Lords of the Records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the listeners of this podcast have for them. Help me to know the listeners of this podcast in the light of the Akashic Records, 
to see the listeners of this podcast through the eyes of the lords of the records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the listeners of this podcast have for them. The records are now open. You feel that nudge, that niggle, that tingle, that awakening that is happening inside of your body in this moment. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. It's as if there's this piece inside of your belly that just keeps bouncing around. You're not really sure what to do with it. You don't really know exactly what it means, but it's awake. It's awake now, and you've never really felt it like this before. You've never really noticed. You've never really recognized. You've never really paid attention to it before. But yet right now, right now in this moment, it is there. It's there so powerfully. And what it is there to tell you is that it is time. It is time. It is time for you to step up. It is time for you to awaken. It is time for you to take that step, to take that jump, to take that leap, to do that thing. You know, you know the thing that we're talking about. You know, you know it's there. You know it's there. And here it is, it's bubbling up in your belly and now it's wanting to burst out through your heart center. Ooh, 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 you feel it, you feel it, you feel it. As it's climbing up, it's climbing up, it's getting there, it's at your throat. It's time, it is time. My dear child, it is your time. Don't sit back another day. Don't sit back another hour. Don't sit back another minute and just let your life pass you by. Don't. 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 You are born for more. You are here for more. You feel it. You know it. And you get to take action on it. You get to embrace it. You get to embody it. You get to move forward. You get to. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Don't let another day go by. I'd like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I'd like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. And I'd like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. That gave me goosebumps, chills up my spine, and I'm choked up right now. That message was so in alignment with everything that I needed to hear today. And I hope that that's exactly what our listeners needed to hear as well. Whoa. No wonder they were knocking on the door. <laughs> that I, I, that, yeah. I'll have to come back to you on that one because that was huge. I'm going to do a podcast with you on on this when my life, it, it just shifted. But there's mm-hmm. more to come on this as a result of that download. Holy smokes. On that note, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for the way that you show up in this world. Thank you for being you. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm 
beyond grateful for you. I celebrate you and I can't wait to connect again soon. Mm, Heidi, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners and thank you for seeing me and I see you. Thanks love. I see the amazing, incredible work that you are doing and I honor you for it. I received that. You guys, you can find Marcy on all social media platforms. We're going to put all of her information in the show notes. Go get more of her in your life immediately. I know I am. I'm going to be calling her later to set up my appointments with her. This was really, really powerful today. And um, I can't wait to connect again soon. There is a a coupon code for a discount as well. It'll be in the show notes. Perfect. You guys, and she's spreading generosity. So there's no reason to not jump. Use the code, coupon code um, to get more of Marcy in your life. Beautiful. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message question, or share your own Junk to Joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon!